Welcome to the Comfortable in Chaos Podcast. Podcast. Strangle your demons and let's go. Y'all need Jesus! and chaos podcast i am your end of 2023 host eric helberg and guys we are about to usher in a new year and i think our mantra for 2024 ought to be to go from disorder to order I mean, it went by so fleeting. We could call it like that movie, Gone in 60 Seconds. I don't know. Was that it? The Fast, the Furious, whatever the hell. Maybe I should go back to my roots and call it Gone in 40 Seconds. Because if I had air built up and could depress that air brake and release those cams, I'd done it so many thousands of times to garner entry Hotwire the majority of tractors, i.e. Freightliners, Peterbilts, Kenworths, that the whole process for me to get in, crank that baby and get out of there was gone in 40 seconds. That made me a very dangerous boy. But I think we need to get back to our roots too in 2024. Those roots being, where did we come from? So for me... A boy that grew up in the suburbs of Houston in between there and Katy. I guess you could call that modern-day suburbia. But back then, suburbia just meant you were kind of outside the city. We were the sixth house in the subdivision out in the middle of crops and fields. A forest in the back. That's kind of a different kind of suburbs. But boy, the world has changed. So I certainly didn't know about country life. But thank God I had a chance to get around the world a little bit. Then experience life in a variety of fashions. And all that being said, my roots are going to be where I began these messages for you. Right out here by my chickens. So if you hear one of my three roosters getting after it, you know what's up. But can we ever really forget where we came from? Maybe it is imperative upon you if you just came from a total cycle of abuse or something extremely disdainful, harmful. But even then, it will allow you to meet people where they are with empathy. I think if in the course of escaping and forgetting about where you came from, the mechanism you rely on is goods, services, i.e. doling out dinero, dollars, You've missed it. You've missed it. Whatever little values were in your childlike brain and were inculcating, percolating at that time, and what you enjoyed, they should still be similar now. Now, a little bit more free flow of money may give you a bit more opportunity, but the majority of people that we encounter in life never get much past a high school development. Watch them close. I'm even talking about people in the church, whatever the hell your religion is, wherever you are. Most people either simply don't grow because they are challenged not to. And if they are not challenged, they'll just stay where they're at. 
And there's enough broken people in this world that they can just latch onto them, eke out that period of time, the next period of time. It's a really weird thing. I'm not on Facebook. My wife is. She's the custodian for the family, but she shows me some of those things and tells me, and I'm like, you know what? I don't think most people ever uh, advanced past a high school sophistication, and there is life. Okay, we're ushering in 2024. I heard an interview with PBT. Boy, when you can get some initials and that's your new lexicon, how people denote you, call you, as opposed to your full name, and this full name would be Patrick Bet David. I actually enjoyed it. Spit. I don't enjoy his interviews. I think he's a top-notch businessman. I mean, we hear a lot about him. I actually think it's cool that he's discussing politics, things that have gone amuck in the world, especially with his Persian background, right? And I'm sure they have relatives back there. It gives him a keen understanding of some of the issues that many people don't have. And if you have that or a gift has been bestowed upon you, it's incumbent upon you to use it. That is one of your giftings. And he encouraged all of his sales staff for 2024 to recreate ourselves. And I'm saying ourselves. I've taken that for us too. Let's recreate ourselves using the best of ourselves, but working on our weaknesses for 2024. I appreciated that interview. He's a much better interviewee than he is, in my humble opinion, an interviewer. And since it is the new year and we are starting anew, typically people make resolutions, right? All right. Let's make some together, man. And by the way, how I want to end this year, if you've been finding this content valuable or hell just simply makes you chuckle, makes you think, leave me a review and um, send me some comments. Subscribe to the show just simply because if you like it and or enjoy it, other men probably will too. And when they're typing in titles or looking for something very specific, it just pulls it up easier for them, especially on iTunes, Spotify, iHeart. Eh, I mean, we're on there. A lot of my buds don't really get on iHeart too, too much, but certainly Spotify and iTunes. Let's make those algorithms work. Instead of being us being spied on with those algorithms, let's use them to our advantage and grow this mug so we can do some monumental things in 2024. So here's my first resolution for you men. We're going to find a way to keep perverts from being Santa Claus during the Christmas season. We've got to get rid of those guys, definitely. Second, we've got to start getting the guys in the witness protection program a different variety of skills and jobs. I think they're also kind of hiding out and being Santa Claus as well. I mean, can our government come up with something better than that? Chuckle, chuckle, wink, wink, nod, nod. And... I think unless we are going to, on this migrant situation, unless we, I mean, maybe, maybe we need to go to war again, huh? Maybe we need to pilfer the resources of another land, bring another country into our dominion. We have Mexico right below us. Hell, let's go ahead and do all of Central America, too. I mean, that's the preponderance of all of our migrants. 
We're not being hasty. We're not being harmful. We're not being hateful. We're just simply saying we no longer have room and or the resources. Therefore, let us take these lands, make one homogenous country, utilize all these resources, and then we can provide for everyone. I mean, what the hell do you want Bozeman, Montana to become? And we have Hispanics up there already, right? They're in the service industry, construction industry. These guys can get around like jackrabbits. That ain't no problem. You know, that's part of my family. I'm right in the mix. I've seen all that stuff firsthand. But is Bozeman now going to be called Barreraville? I don't think so. We're going to cruise on over next door to Duluth, Minnesota. And I don't know, does that need to be called uh, Dustin Mendoza City? I don't know. I mean, where does it end? There's no lack of compassion for all these people who are legitimate. But where is the lack of compassion or concern within their own countries or lands? Aren't they responsible for them? Doesn't that show a profound, uncaring attitude towards a government and or a country's own citizenry? Maybe we need our politicians talking about that and wrangling these boys in. I think it would be helpful. All right. Well, we also know some bad boys have been brought across. And I'm going to tell you, since it is New Year's Eve, be very careful where you go. The world is on fire. And if someone makes a phone call via an encrypted satellite phone, and oh yeah, they've all got them now. You bet your beans they've got them. Well, what if they decide to make that call, strike that match, and just like the second Sicario movie... Three suicide bombers blow themselves to smithereens, one directly in front of a woman and her child as he's praying to Allah, and all hell breaks loose. Don't go by any soft targets. If you're going to be somewhere communal and or in a group, make it your own family till we figure some things out. No one can ensure your safety other than yourself. The police are wonderful. They're overtaxed or overworked. They deal with pure hell every single day. But let the truth be told. They're there to file a report, clean up the mess, look into a few things after it's already occurred. Nothing preemptive is going on on in this country. Nothing preemptive is going on in this country unless we're fooling around abroad. Isn't that true? And on that note... That movie got me thinking just a little bit. I was thinking about the delineation of religions. We talk about it oftentimes. And thank God that did not actually occur in Kansas City in the second Sicario movie. I believe it's called Sicario II, um, Dia de Soldado, Day of the Soldier. Well, I have to applaud those guys. We thought they were brought in illegally from Mexico, from an Islamic state. But it turns out later in the movie, you find out they were from New Jersey. Hell, probably Patterson, New Jersey, right? And maybe Perth Amboy right there on the, right there on the water. Chased a lot of containers and people in Perth Amboy. Boy, oh boy, that's a whole other story. But I'm here to tell you, I applaud those guys. And you're like, you applaud them, Eric? Yeah, I do. 
those guys are very devout in their faith. They've actually followed their religion to a T. And you're like, what? In God's green earth. Well, well, you know, I believe in our Lord, and I go to him through his son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. I am not nearly that devout. I am a fallen man. So I fail all the time, and simply you have one when you take it to the nth degree, which I've spoken about before, which brings carnage and death. doesn't matter who the person is, child, woman, male. And if you don't follow it to the nth degree, you're simply not loving thy neighbor and or you're not love the Lord thy God with all your heart, soul, and might. There's a big difference there, and we have all fallen there. I would think a beginning point on talking, which precludes all of us from doing so, is no one is willing to make that admission. Let's just come to the table and say, if you are one of these warring Islamic factions from the Middle East or anywhere, we have failed as Christians. We simply cannot love you enough and or turn the other cheek. Therefore, we know we are not performing at our highest capacity. And since you, my Muslim brother, are good to me and we actually are friends, I appreciate you being more moderate and not fulfilling the letter of the law in your religion. That allows us to peacefully coexist. And it's no different for Christians, right? Christians really don't want to be the majority of them that is subjected to the Lord. And that's why they act the way they do. They're just people with a new name. Not many of them actually have a new heart. And that's why so many people want to use the term and do exactly what the other Christians do because they're not forsaking anything in order to do it. And here's how I actually know that, and my listeners will appreciate this, pure Christianity is the toughest religion to follow. No, we don't get on rugs. We don't face east. We don't pray multiple times a day. We do need to pray. But we're not given a structure. Paul talks about it all the time. He just simply says, pray unceasingly. So we fail in that all the time. We need to be prayerful all the time. That's how you build communion with the Holy Spirit. So I have come to the conclusion that we have the toughest religion in the world because it is so easy to hate. And I'm going to tell you this, it's very easy to kill. Certainly easy to hurt, and also easy to kill after you've inflicted some hurt. What is tougher is to love and to care and to take into consideration other people. Therefore, Christianity is the toughest religion and the most arduous and the most difficult to practice. That is how I know it is real. So Ben Shapiro, think about that one a little one, a little bit, okay? You're a very scholarly Jew. I like listening to you. But you know that there is no New Testament and there is no Christ without the Old Testament being studied under Talmud law. Just like we do in Hollywood, we love foreshadowing. And that book is all about foreshadowing and prophesying about the Christ, our Messiah to come. Just something to think about. You know I'm not a religious scholar, 
but I thought I'd put that out there. If you are truly a Christian, we have a tough religion to follow because we actually have to be kind when it's so easy to not be. The last thing I'm going to leave you with just to usher in 2024 is when (laughs) I was offered a chance to be a Sicario. You're like, you're shitting me, Eric. No, I'm not shitting you. I don't get into it much. No one needs to know what we maybe really know, maybe what we really have that gets people thinking. And, but I will tell you, we have a property down on the U.S.-Mexican border, and it's a place where people like to go. And my wife and kids and I were there one time, and I could tell by the stature of this guy how he held himself, but I knew that they were Mexican nationals. And we deferred to them. They were having to order and get through a menu in English. Of course, my wife's bilingual. I'm not completely fluent. I know some. I can get by. And so we were just simply helpful. And thus a conversation began. Well, I'm not going to tell you where. I don't want anything pinpointed. I'm not even going to tell you the purview of this man's jurisdiction. But I would equate it to, in his organization, let's say a full bird colonel. Kind of like old Lolo Satoro, Barack Obama's stepfather in Indonesia. Now, that doesn't mean he was the right right-hand man of an alcalde in a prominent town in Mexico. You know, Mexico is divided in the Los Estados Unidos de Mexico. So they're structured very much like us, right? These counties and or provinces, these states, these areas. And, but he had, he had a lot of juice. And we got to talking. He asked me about myself a little bit. And he wanted to be helpful. And he knew a little bit about some places we had mentioned and we had talked about how the cartels had taken them over. And he basically, without boring you, gave us carte blanche and said that we could have his men's escort anytime we chose to go and visit. And we didn't have one thing to worry about, despite the fact that they were cartel controlled. He even went so far in very specific words, when he knew a little of what I knew and said, basically, come with us and come practice. We don't like bad people, and you don't like bad people, and I'll set you up with everything you need, and we'll roll on down. I was like, gee whiz, okay. Well... That would certainly be one way to do it. And the crazy thing is, I bet a lot of my listeners and even myself, did you know I align myself with that? That actually gets me stirred up a little bit. We have that warring spirit in us. We want to exercise those things, and there's nothing wrong with it. But there is a difference between losing your soul, and that is a very easy way to go. So that was my chance at being a Sicario, but I turned it down. 
We left with a few chuckles. We actually have been in communication since. And the last thing I'd want to have happen is to take them up on their offer and end up kidnapped down there. I know my wife would get released. Hell, I'd probably be left to flounder. And at this point in my life, I'd probably buckle with just a little bit of less food and water. So don't need to endure that. But thought that was interesting, especially after I watched that movie. It got me thinking back to some old times. And I will leave you with this. No matter what it is you are pursuing, and certainly make your wife and your children a priority on that list for 2024, let's renew ourselves, recreate ourselves, and pursue it with the same vigor that Benicio del Toro does when he plays the role of Alejandro. So until next year, 2024, on the Comfortable and Chaos Podcast, I bid you bon voyage, my burgeoning flock. Until next time, like and subscribe to the Comfortable and